Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friend Alexis, and she is going to talk to us about being a state title holder, her prep for Miss America's teen, her CSI, her talent, all the things. So Alexis, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, so I am a fourth generation Arizonan. I've lived here my whole life. I love Arizona so much, and I also have my community service initiative that is a special effect project where I'm breaking barriers and embracing abilities. I also go to the Bear Honors College at Arizona State University, and I'm getting my degree in communications with a minor in public relations. I love it. She does it all. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so talk a little bit about how you got into pageantry. Like, what does your pageant journey look like? So I originally started out um, taking doing some competitions and then I took a break for a while just to kind of focus on myself. I was a junior going into senior year of high school so I wanted to really just focus on my schooling and focus on that next journey into college. But going into college, I just, I needed to find scholarships. My mom is a single mom, so it was kind of hard to find different ways to creatively get scholarships. And that's when I heard about the Miss Arizona organization, who was giving a $28,000 scholarship to the Arizona, Arizona State University just for the top 11. So I didn't have to win. I just had to place top 11. And that was my original goal. So that that leading up to that moment, I was just like, yay, I'm excited to get back into competing. And I'm excited to get my $28,000 scholarship to Miss Arizona um, uh, for the Miss Arizona organization. And then I ended up going to top five. And then I ended up winning Miss um, Arizona's teen. And I was just so thrilled. I knew that I even got more scholarships to pay for my college. And now I'm going to college debt free. I love it. Oh my gosh. $28,000 to ASU. That's crazy. That is I know. It's like it's, I, uh, one of the other um, podcasts I had done, we were talking about how it's almost like the stars just aligned for me in this organization because there was just so many ways that led me to this organization. I just announced that I run Arizona Sash Sisters and that's another way how I found out about the Miss Arizona organization because of all the girls serving. And it was just so impactful. And I really love serving. I've been serving since I was seven years old before I even started competing. And I just knew that with that title, it meant even more to little girls or it meant more, even more to the people that I was serving with. I love it. I love it. Okay. So you talked about <laughs> how you're a dancer, but talk more about your talent. You know, have you been dancing your whole life? Was it a pretty easy option whenever you found out that you have to have, have a talent at, you know, competition. Talk, talk to us a little bit about your talent. Yes. So I started dancing again when I was seven years old and I had done a, I had been at a studio at a company studio in my little community of Verado. And we did some competitions, not a lot. It was mainly like kind of musical theater themed, more jazz. And that's why I really love jazz and also lyrical because I feel like I'm telling a story through my dancing. So when COVID happened, sadly, my company did go under and they there's no more dance company, but that is when I started high school. And that is when I joined my POM team. And since then, I've just been working really hard doing turns, doing leaps, doing it all by myself. So I'm almost in a way self-taught, but I've had some really great mentors over the past couple of years. That's so impressive. I'm always just like astounded with self-taught dancers. I had a girl who I danced with um, whenever I was in middle school, I think, and she had like solely taught herself 
um, how to dance and all these like different, you know, skills, like how to do a leap, how to do a Calypso, like completely from YouTube. It was. Well, so I've been seeing all of your videos on Instagram and you're an amazing dancer too, Miss Cheerleader. <laughs> you're sweet, you're sweet. Yeah, no, that's definitely my thing is like the jazzy, palmy, you know, that type of style. Yeah, it's like, like the chin, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> she knows she knows i'm from i'm from dallas so you know, i grew up watching dcc in the dallas cowboys so that is very much my thing absolutely of okay so talk about talent so tell us a little bit about you know your favorite phase of competition and talk a little bit about why that phase is your favorite i love talent because it's just so again it's such a way for me to exude my energy to the judges and show them like I'm showing them a story and with my solo song, I'm not going to say it yet, but um, the song is all about being enough and it's about being enough and it relates to the girls that I work with through special needs and how they are enough and everyone else is enough too. I mean, we all are enough and we all can give out all of the special talents that we have and that's another part of my service initiative that we'll get into later, but um, yeah, so I just I love doing talent so much. And I also think interview is a very big, important part of competing as well. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Interviews. My <laughs> too. Um, okay, talk a little bit. We've talked about all the phases, but tell us a little bit about your CSI. So what is it? I'm sure you've got a cutesy name for it. So tell us the name, what it is, what you've been doing this year as a state title holder and what projects you've been working on. Of course. So it is called the Special Effects Project, where I'm breaking barriers and embracing abilities through the special needs community. And as I've gone deeper within the Special Effect Project, I originally started it because I wanted to show others that being a part of the special needs community doesn't mean that you're disabled. It means that you are abled. And that's something that I love to say because most of these girls and guys are capable of doing anything. There's a statistic out there that says 70% of people with disabilities are capable of living on their own. And I really think that it's important for people to realize this. And not only with the special effect project does it work with people with special needs, but it can also relate to everyone in general and how you have your special talent of dancing and I have my special talent of giving back or dancing as well and it's important that we use these special talents to give back to the world to better our communities and the world I love that I love that okay so this one's kind of a doozy I won't lie but why do okay. you think the judges selected you to represent the state this is a hard question <laughs> this is a tough one I think I think everyone was very capable of winning the year that this year that I competed. All of the girls backstage, they all had, again, they had that special effect within them because I made so many connections with all the girls there. Even Viana, who was the first runner up, I absolutely love her and I love all the work that she does mentoring to little girls. She, her platform is so amazing and I think everyone else that was there had, again, that special effect to them. And I know that they're all sharing their special effect for me, though, I feel that it's really important to just be yourself and be unique when you're talking to the judges or even when I'm talking to you here today. I just want to show everyone who I am and that I'm here doing this because I like some sorry, something else I love to say is that the scholarships and sisterhood is what brought me to Miss America. But the or the scholarships is what brought me to Miss America and the sisterhood is what kept me. And I love saying that because I've made such a huge bond with all of these girls. And I know that everyone was capable this year of winning. So I'm just grateful to the judges and I would not want to be them. 
I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. So talk a little bit about, you know, we've talked about how um, you've got your talent that you're excited for, for nationals next week, but talk about what your prep has looked like for Miss America's team. You know, did it surprise you with anything shocking? Um, just walk us through all those details. You know, when I first originally started competing in Arizona, there wasn't as many sponsors for the organizations I had worked with. And with the Miss Arizona organization, even on the local level, there was so many sponsors that wanted to help out and give back to these local title holders and even me. I got my hair done today and glossed by one of our hair sponsors. And a couple of days ago, I also got my teeth whitened by one of our um, orthodontics sponsors but it's so amazing and I think that's something that's really stood out is just the sponsorship and the connections that Miss Arizona um, the Miss Arizona organization has made oh that's so sweet that's awesome yeah your hair looks great and your teeth look great I love it. <laughs> thank you I love it okay so our final question if you could give one piece of advice to a first-year title holder what would it be I've been able to talk to all the local title holders so far this year that are competing for the 2024 Miss Arizona and Miss Arizona team. And I've told all of them the same story that if you believe it, you can achieve it. And that is something that I've always believed because it's so funny how God will put these little moments in my life. And I'm like, oh, wait, this totally applies to what I'm going through right now. But a long time ago, I was helping out at a competition backstage and there was these little sister girls who were writing little notes to their um, bigs on the whiteboard backstage before they went on. And one of the little girls was too short to write anything. So I had to lift her up. I was like, okay, here you go. <laughs> and she was writing on the whiteboard. If you believe it, you can achieve it. And ever since that day that I saw that, it's just, it's like right here. It's right here at the top of my brain. And I've always said that. So I mean, you've probably had moments like that too, where it's just like some little moments just stick out to you. Yeah, absolutely. That's so profound for a child to be writing. I'm like so impressed. I know, I know. I was, that's why it shocked me at first. And that's why I was like, who is this little girl? You're like, this is a little jarring. I won't lie, but I do like that advice. <laughs> I know. So I've kind of taken her advice and have shared it, so. Good wisdom. It is. It is. Well, thank you so much, Alexis, for coming on today and chatting with yes. me. I know you're like crazy busy preparing for nationals <laughs> and I'm sure you leave within the next few days. So I so mm -hmm. appreciate you taking time to come chat and, um, you know, tell us a little bit about you and your story and what you've got going on and what we can expect next week. So I so appreciate you. Um, and just thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I love doing this. So hopefully we get to meet in person one day. I know, I know. I know. That would be awesome. That would yeah. be a blast. Absolutely. Yes. And just know that we'll be cheering you on from Texas. So Thank you're going to you. do great. <laughs> of course. Thank of you course. so much. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all.